This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. Good morning, San Diego. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCB. KPRC. I'm Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. We're going to be here for the next hour talking to you about all kinds of stuff going on in your yard and garden. Good morning, guys. Morning, Kenny. Good George, morning. Dave, how are you guys today? Good morning, Jess. I think I am well. I, 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 did, I did moon watch last night. It was there. It was there. It yeah. was there. I didn't see it this morning. I didn't see it this and morning. I actually... You looked up today? Well, yeah, for like... The, Fleeting second. Well, that's yeah. just to see if the moon was there. I did. Yeah. And it looked like it was overcast. So I didn't. I, I didn't do that this morning. Usually, when I walk out of when I walk out of the house it, at it five o'clock and five o'clock in the morning, the first thing I'm looking for is make sure there's no bobcats or mountain lions. On that's my a good driveway. Point. Up in your neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> my new fear is rattlesnakes after having yeah, two of them a, in six days. Uh, two <laughs> two close encounters. M- minus skunks and pot. Well, not possums, but skunks. That's what I'm looking Mine's for. Just neighbors. <laughs> well, if you throw on a, you know, some clothing, it's not as is. Maybe that's that? his secret to keep him away. <laughs> good point. Good point. Uh, like, the, like the Allstate jingle, like good neighbor, stay over there. Yes. <laughs> is that what it is? I've misheard it. I'm not. I'm not good with lyrics. I, I remember the tunes, but not the lyrics. Oh, well, God. you make up your own, don't you? I do. Yeah. I do. It's fun sometimes, and a little immature most of those same fun times. Yeah. You guys remember the strawberries I did take home and I did plant up and then yes. they fell out of the tree? Yes. I do remember the story. I repotted them. The I repotted them. The branch had broken, and the, so I repotted them, but then I was too lazy to pick them up off the ground. And this week I've been watching all these. Gorgeous, I've had a few gorgeous berries, strawberries but I'm watching the gorgeous strawberries forming. And I was thinking to myself, and more than one occasion, wow, nothing is bothering these berries. And so I was letting them get riper. Until? Until somebody bothered them. Yesterday morning, I came out, and my little berries had been ripped out of the pots because something came by to take the berries, and it took the berries took, and the plants. It took and just, everything. Yeah. yeah. So I repotted them yesterday when I got home, and two of them were back out on the asphalt again this morning. What, what do you think is taking them? I'm guessing it's possum. Okay. Trail camera. I yeah. know. I have the trail camera. I know. It's I useful. still have it's it. It's very useful. I'm going to have to charge help, the battery. It helps identify what you're dealing yeah, with. Deploying isn't my my strongest suit. <laughs> no, it never I have has it. been. Yeah. Well, I'm the same way. I'm not bad mouthy. I'm just stating a fact. We, you know, speaking of strawberries, we still have a oh. tremendous selection of them. Yeah. And I, I know in Poway, we've got tons of them. And I, they're I getting have, they're getting big. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I have yeah. a tremendous selection of strawberry plants. And I, yeah. I'm down to zero strawberries. We, very, we had we had some sad. that were just about ready, I guess yesterday. And I had commented that that one looks ready, and 
Capri turned it over and said, eh, it's a little green. And I said, well, it'll, it may not be there. Yeah, yeah. It's, you got two <laughs> choices. Too I didn't hear you telling me anything. Well, you didn't You didn't offer that yours were almost well, ready. Hey, strawberry season. I know you I, talked I about will, having strawberries. You might want to make sure you protect I them. I am going to call you daily and let you know. Yeah. Going to lock the barn door for me after the horses get out? Exactly. Thanks, George. I'm here for you. <laughs> uh, the other thing I heard yesterday, and I don't think I'm mistaken, but we're, they're expecting rain. I think starting Wednesday or something. I think yeah. starting Wednesday. Who are they? Us? Who, whoever the weathercasters are. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, we're expecting it here. Here. It oh. said Wednesday yeah. was a 24% chance on Wednesday. That's the last I had seen. Well, this is Friday, Saturday. I mean, this isn't Friday, but you were looking at it on Friday. So that's a big chance. Yeah. And it, it looked like it was going to go through the weekend. Well, I hope I not. Remember. No. It, yeah, we can use so some we rain. We could use a yeah. little bit of rain. Like I said, um, you know, we could use a lot night. of bit of rain, not yeah. a little bit, a lot. Good point. If we if we could just get <laughs> it to rain, to... just get it to rain at night. Okay. We'll be all right. Yeah, and it doesn't matter to me because I'm not going to be here. So. Oh, where are you going? I'm going to Florida. Oh, you? Yeah, my niece is getting married, so we're going to go back there for a quick trip. Very good. Yeah, always a fun time. Um, but where are you not going to go while you're in Florida? I'm not going to go to Key West. Okay. I cannot believe you're going to be that close. I know it's it's it's. I'm kind of bitter about it. <laughs> okay, okay. As long that's that's, that's the important that really thing. Yeah. Do they have good conch chowder in Palm Beach? Yeah. Okay, so you'll yeah. still be so okay. We'll, there. we'll be we'll be we'll be okay. Okay, we'll, All right. we'll, we'll get by. Um, we want a full report on what botanical delights await you while you're there. Well, the what wedding, you see the weddings at a ranch a little bit north of Palm Beach and. Melanie was looking at it online. It looks looks amazing. Because this is so, garden talk, so when you get back, we have to hear. I'll give I'll give you a full stuff report about of gardens the, in Florida. All the plants that I saw when I was there, and bugs. You can tell us about big bugs too if you want. Yeah, when's that cicada thing supposed to start? The cicada apocalypse. Yeah, well, I think it it starts on June fifteenth when COVID ends. <laughs> <laughs> Could very well. That's be. her next thing. Huh? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, makes sense. They've been waiting seventeen years. <laughs> for COVID to end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. What oh, a new plant that I don't think I had seen before, <clears throat> and they weren't in stock. I don't know if we have any in stock, but they were in the back in the transfer area. Was the climbing hydrangea from Monrovia? Oh, yeah. I saw them oh, back yeah. there. That's a yeah, really neat, yeah, really neat looking plant. And apparently, it does climb. It like, does, like yeah. an like an ivy. It sends mm-hmm. out little roots to hold on to the. It'll wall attach itself. It'll, yep. it'll attach itself. Yep. To climb, mm-hmm. but they're. It's a really, really neat looking plant. Another one that we came, that we got in when I was talking to Tim yesterday was the Berkeley tie dye tomatoes. Yes. <clears throat> oh, that, we finally got them in, or I know I guess we did have some in. I don't know if we got them in Point Loma. I assume we did, but but I had somebody looking and, for. It. I went and looked it up. That's a bizarre looking tomato. When you, I yeah, when I've you, not done any when research you on it. Cut it in half. It's green and it's. It it looks like it looks like a green and red tie dye. Isn't oh, wow. that kind of what you would expect by something called Berkeley tie dye? I mean, it would be kind of strange. Yeah, but I wasn't. Quite, it's I wasn't hip, quite it's sure how it would. I, was, I wasn't sure how you would, how it would manifest itself. And it's but, probably going to tell you you're a bad person. It could be. Um, well, it's definitely going to judge. You. It will be judgy. <laughs> yeah. But it's a uh, it's a beefsteak style tomato. Oh, I, brought, okay. I brought one home yesterday. I'm going to plant it today. Um, but the problem I have out in scripts is the larger tomatoes like beefsteak and beefsteak and super steak um big boy 
they um they cat face. They get oh, really okay. convoluted, oh. and I I think it's just I think it's the weather, heat. heat yeah. I think it's the weather. So. Have you tried some shade cloth at all? No, I haven't. That might be well, worth I, an ex- experiment. I'm trying to think of what I grew last year, but I don't think it was. Yeah, I don't. Whatever I grew last year, what I didn't. I didn't try the big ones, and because I grew them in a little bit, I grew them in an area that didn't get quite as much sun. Um, I think that might have been part of the problem with the crop last year. I didn't, we didn't get clock. that many. Yeah, build a little shade structure for yeah. them, see what happens. Did, I guess the, you could plant them in the shade, and that gives you a shade structure without the effort. Well, that's what I was. That's what I was thinking he was doing there. You know, giving it a little bit of shade. He, he was. Yeah. He just didn't want to. He didn't want to recognize it. it. Yeah. Does the uh, Berkeley does the Berkeley tomato with each one? Do they come with protests written on them? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh, today the part of David will be played by George. <laughs> uh, oh, the other thing that we have a really good supply of this year, which was, which is, was in short supply last year, is okra. We've got it. In we six do. Pa- yeah. It was in short got, supply two weeks ago. We well, we got we had quite a bit as of yesterday. And not only were we out of okra plants, but we were out of okra seed. Really, I never realized how popular okra was until we didn't have okra. I, we have some back in stock. I didn't. I, did, I didn't either, unless it was just got popular because people were just buying whatever they could get, and there was nothing. There was nothing left yeah. on the shelf but okra. Could somebody explain to me why okra is popular? No, I, I like I can't. it. Well, it's fried, right? Well, I, it, a fried pickle, a pickled okra is no. really good. I like it. Um, I like it fried in cornmeal. Um, totally and, going off topic. Well, not quite, but my peas. I've been harvesting peas and putting them in. I, I had a, <laughs> I have a gallon of pepperoncini rings in my refrigerator, and I don't eat very many pepperoncini rings, so I have a lot of pepperoncini brine, and I okay. took that and dumped it into a uh, container, and threw the peas in it. In have the you have you shelled them bread. first or no? Okay. The whole things, and they're del- it's. I really like it. So pickled, pickled sugar snap peas. No, they're regular peas. Oh, regular, Just regular not pod? sugar snaps. No. Yeah, and I'm. If you wait till the peas get too big, they're no good. But right. you have weeks before that happens, and they're not bad. Huh. I was going to say, I thought, I thought regular peas, the the husks were inedible. It not but just chewy. Right, they get fibrous. they can be they chewy get really bad <clears throat> once they. You can tell from looking at them when right. the peas are fully developed inside. You've gone too long, and now seeing on. The bags and the stores where it says tender young peas. Makes sense. It makes sense. Because if you let peas get old. They're, they become seeds. They're they're gross. <laughs> they're yeah, still they, edible. They become seeds. But like they're, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's true. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. Yes. It does. Yeah. Our, little... Ours are really doing well. And, and it took forever for them to, to take off. But they're mildewing from the bottom up. They're uh, almost done. It's time to yeah, replace that's, them that's with the. the problem with them is that, I mean, I've had problems growing them just because of mildew. It's time to replace them with the peas of summer. Or beans. Beans. Yeah. Yes. Beans. Yeah, I don't like those either. I like <laughs> peas, but. You know, do any of you guys have problems eating fresh beans straight off the straight off the vine? It, it bothers like me. Like green no. bean? Yeah. No, not at all. I like, no. I chew them. No. There's something in them. I think it's lectins if I'm paying proper attention to the guy that keeps popping up in my Facebook page to tell me about my unhealthy eating habits. But I remember going to. Our customer's house. This is a. Uh, she worked at the bank, or her husband did. Well, that narrows it. Down. And I had. Well, you'll know who it is. Randy worked for. Her. She was right. Right oh, off. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, up in Point Loma there. Uh, yes. I know well, anyway, yes. she had fresh green beans, and I was so excited she shared them with me, and I ate them, and then I went back to the nursery and had to vomit. <laughs> Kendrick? Yes. Yes, okay. We have a winner. Yes. Yes. Anyway. Uh, that's um, not see, occurred. I, you thought I wasn't giving him enough information. Oh, yeah, it, it, but it worked. I no. know. Yeah, you guys should play Password together. We should. <laughs> well, there's a lot of secrets that we know between each other. So, yeah. <laughs> that didn't sound that right. That did but. not go well. <laughs> yeah. Oh. We've worked okay. together a long time. That's what I meant. That's I, I You know, at, um, at Costco in the in the um, vegetable section, the, the cooler section, yep. they sell the French green beans. They're, yes. They're much narrower. Longer. And they're longer right. and narrower. They're really good, but they don't last. I mean, you've got to... You've got to use them like within a day or two, or they just rot away. We sell one, a seed for one called French fillet right. that looks like that. They're real. They're really good. They're tender. When you grow yours, do you grow typically pole or bush? Pole. I. So I spent ten years not watering kiwi enough on my big metal arbor, and they grew a little bit. They declined. I never gave them proper summer water, and then. Last year, I decided, ah, beans. And beans were amazing growing up. I'm not a huge bean fan, and I would just, I don't like to harvest them and then go do something with them. I want to just eat them, the peas. Every morning when I go down to let the chickens out, I eat a few peas. Every uh-huh. evening when I go to lock up the chickens, I eat a few peas. And so now I've been putting them in the brine so that I can do something with them. But the beans, I let them sit on the vine, and then they dropped. And then throughout winter, they were sprouting and i may not have to plant any because i think well there's still some hanging on the arbor so what was the phrase you coined or trademarked the lazy Lazy gardener Gardener? yeah Yeah. um it was a couple of years ago we grew um fava beans which i i happen to really like fava beans i think i think they're really good but it's bizarre because the plant doesn't look anything like a bean. Oh, it's yeah. It's it's kind of a pretty. It, plant, it's actually. it's kind of an ornamental plant. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, it, man, if somebody was to tell you, oh, that yeah, that's a bean. You like no, the seed, our seed no packs, way. depending on the grower, there's a little note on it because there's a subset of of society of of, a, of people that have a severe allergic reaction to fava beans. It's like a Mediterranean genetic. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. It is. I was not aware of that. It's like my genetic predisposition against against cilantro cilantro and and just just because we haven't said it yet this morning i harvested we harvested beets out of the garden the other day fresh beets they were delicious ken well, good. i thought I'm about glad, you while I'm, i was I'm, ste- I'm, i thought I'm, about you while we were steaming them i'm glad you enjoyed them <laughs> you're listening to garden talk here on kcbq and kprz we need to take a quick break if you want to give us a call 888-344-1170 is the number we would love to talk to you don't go away Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. 
Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. When I got to the garden party, they all knew my name. No one recognized me. I didn't look the same, but it's all right now. I learned my lesson well. You see, you can't please everyone, so you and we're back with more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Yeah, we were talking about, during the break, we were talking about the strawberries and how big they've gotten. And part of the reason why we have such fantastic strawberries this season compared to last season was we overbought so we wouldn't run out. Yeah. Uh, so they've been sitting in the back. Uh, Getting bigger, growing, getting bigger, yes. growing, and yeah. now they are just—they're spectacular. They're really, really nice. I had somebody two days ago that wanted; she did a phone order, and she wanted to know if it'd be better for her to get the four-inch or the six-packs, which is better, which is going to give her berries sooner. And actually, the six-packs were equal to, or if not larger yeah. than the four-inch. Yeah. And no, the six-packs are a deal right now. Uh, yeah. Looking at the, looking at the size. I may, I may need some more. Uh, oh another thing that we got in stock that people have been asking about and it seems a little early but uh, we got echinacea in that does seem early in in four inch so if you want to boost your immune system you can come in and pick up some echinacea and some color in your garden yeah i don't know what color we got i think so so are you several colors i think are you taking echinacea no are you going to go out and harvest your leaves and chew on them no are you advocating that others do that? No. Maybe, mm, but maybe not. Do whatever. I was just... <laughs> that, those are statements that uh, have not been proven Proved by, by the FDA. <laughs> and not been evaluated by the FDA. I, I, okay. have, a, I have a tea that has an echinacea that, that, we, that's that pretty we drink. Common. Yeah, I yeah. like it. Yeah. Pretty common. It's a, it's, a, it's a neat plant. Yeah, I mean, it has lots of colors and very... And super durable. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm not bad-mouthing echinacea. Don't no, get no, me wrong. I, I understand. I was just curious. And it's, it sounds like they are going to uh, have some semblance of the fair in Del Mar this year. I think they're going to call it homegrown fun rather than the <laughs> San Diego County Fair. And it's going to be agriculture-based. Um, doesn't sound like there's going to be a flower show, so I doubt we're going to be involved with it. Because if, if we are, the, we're running out of time. You know, I've been thinking about that. I was so against doing the videos for the Master Gardener seminar, but it worked out really well. Right. And I was trying to think of, instead of the easy answer, which is no, and then we don't have to do anything, is how you participate. But I haven't come up with any answer as to how you participate. And I don't think sitting at home in a Zoom watching it on video or driving down the midway, I mean, it's what makes the fair fun is the interaction correct in in every and the fried foods and the well and it's hard to interact with food if you're in a different town that's right How, yes. so i don't know but it's i think they said they're going to have they're going to have the food trucks set up it's not going to be in the o'brien pavilion i think that's still going to remain vaccination the vaccination station um no midway I think they said that it was going to trail over into the exhibition hall and Bing Crosby Hall. 
Um, they didn't have a lot of details out about it yet, so I think they're still trying to put it together. We could stand there and have people drive by with their gardening questions. They can bring their baggies in. and That's right. We'll have the microscope and set up. And I'll wear gloves, and we can take the samples out, and we can all evaluate them, and then we can, you know, give them grief for not taking proper care of their plants and let them go about their, their day. Would that be fun? Doesn't no. sound like yeah. it. No. No. Okay. No, we, well, we did... We did that once um, when Lauren Nankara was hosting the show. We, when we did the big Japanese garden. Oh, that was, it was at, beautiful. That at was the, nice. At the fair. We had that pagoda. So right. we set up the live broadcast in the uh, in the pagoda at the fair, which that was fun. Yeah. It, was, it was a good time. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. We're going to go up to Oceanside where Larry is waiting. Good morning, Larry. How are you? Hey guys, how you doing? I just I got a couple uh, quick questions and uh, reports in here. Uh, Ken, about uh, two months ago, you, uh, you 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 talked about some fertilizer. You had this Alda Perry for roses. Ada Perry, yeah. Ada Perry, yeah, something like that. Uh, and um, uh, my wife has roses, and I'm from the Bronx in New York, and my wife's from Illinois, so she knows everything and. But uh, I bought that stuff. I put it on the roses, and we ha- literally had roses that didn't have for, like, two years, didn't re- grow that much at all. And for the first time, my wife said, uh, boy, you really did these things great with that fertilizer. What is it? And this stuff works great. These roses have been the best they've ever been. Yeah, it's a, it's a fantastic supplement. Uh, we've been We've been selling it for... Well, for a long time, we just sold the ingredients, and we gave you the we gave you the formula, and you mi- mixed it yourself, and then we started bagging it ourselves. And yeah, it's, it, it, it's crazy. Me. It works great. Yeah, and a, uh, can you use that on anything else? I mean, I and I thought David said something about you could because uh, I actually bought it thinking that I was gonna I was I planted a couple new trees, and I was. Said to use that as uh, in the in the in the hole for the trees. Yeah, you Absolutely. can use it as yeah, yeah, you can use it as a soil conditioner as well. I mean, okay, you, you can use it on everything. <laughs> it's great, it, and um, I actually went back a couple weeks ago and bought two more bags of it. Um, and then uh, the other thing is uh, the uh, talk to David um, the leaf miter citrus thing. Um, he told me not to put it on till March. I put it on April first. How long are we supposed to leave that thing on? And it's already catching these little specks of uh, insects. Are the specks already there? Yes. Um, all right. I, I believe he may have suggested that you wait until May 1st to May 15th to deploy it because it's good for the lure in there is good for 90 days. But if you're getting the leaf miners already, then it's you time probably to start spraying. T- deploy it on time. I've been thinking about that because I have so much new growth on all my trees and I still have. You probably have traps sitting in the garage somewhere. In the garage, I right. still do. Yeah. And they're not catching anything in their cellophane really? in the garage. <laughs> they're not getting in there. Yeah, they were, they were in short supply a couple of weeks ago, but we, not, got, a, not we, got, anymore. A, we got a ton of them now. Yeah. We got 300 of them in yesterday. Um, every yeah, 90 days. Were, it's already working. Excellent. Yeah, that's, Excellent. Yeah. Those little specks are the male moths that oh, won't okay. be doing their part in getting the... Increasing the population. Yes. yes, and yeah. the larva into your so leaf. That, so you can go out and spray now with pretty much anything. Or, you know, or mineral, Except for? Well, spinosad, we don't want to use. Wait another Are your trees weeks. in full bloom right now? We're close to it. 
because all of my citrus is in full no, bloom I was going to say right something now. like insecticidal soap to kill the moth, because that'll take care of those soft-bodied insects. Yes. Anyway, if you want to just be satisfied with what the trap leaf miner trap does for you, that's fine. Nothing will give you 100% control, but any of the things will give you partial control, as will those pheromone traps. I had pretty good success the one year I did actually deploy them. Well, when I t- when I when we sell them or I'm talking to someone about it, I'll tell them it's not a it's not a panacea. It's just a mitigating step. It helps reduce the population. Thought you were going to say it's not a penicillin. No, mm-hmm. it just reduces the populations, and that you know, that combined helps. combined kind with you know soaps and oils right. can help you know Let's get you know closer to zero. It does. Yeah, spraying. it's a good indi- It's a visual indicator yes. that they're there. When that thing starts filling up, you need to be spraying. Yep. Except exactly. for I'm going back to full bloom. Well, exactly. Yeah, Except for full, full bloom. Full okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Larry, you got any other questions for us? I think he got disappeared. I think I think Larry's gone. Larry, thank you very much for calling. Uh, if you want to give if you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. Um, you but, know, it, but Ada Perry's is a great product. It 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 really is. And and I now it's new and improved with the addition of the uh, humic acid, humic acid which yeah. feeds feeds everything else in the soil. I yeah. still remember I can I can smell and taste it from mixing up the ingredients myself yeah. and the the gypsum gets into the air and into the air and nostrils the sulfur, sulfur. in particular yeah well i remember when Elemental, i yeah. remember when we first started having a had it mixed and bagged for us um they were afraid that it might explode because there was so much sulfur that was in it <laughs> but it uh fortunately did not yeah, and, and, it, it. and it is and it is not an explosive so it, you, know, you don't have to worry about that Correct, but 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 the the other thing too is it it's not really a fertilizer. It's more of a supplement. Correct, it's something that you that you use in conjunction with a good fertilizer. Um, typically, we recommend Grow Power, or um, if you want a true organic fertilizer, uh, the Doctor Earth or the E B Stone fertilizers work but, very well. But that test we did with the humic acid and the humus of which is what makes everything better. Even without fertilizer in it, it increases the microbial activity in the soil yep. and helps them, the microbes, to make what's in the soil available to your plants. So Breaks even it down, though so it's, it's not, readily, yeah. yeah, it makes it, it is wonderful it, stuff. It's interesting. We, I had a customer call earlier in the week and, and he said he has two raised beds, one of which he has his own compost and he, he had enough compost to, to fill the one bed to, to supplement. But not not to fill. I mean to supplement oh, with this okay. one. Oh, okay. <laughs> not straight. And, yeah. So he and he said I, I planted in both beds. I didn't have enough for the other. He said those those plants that are planted with the compost are four times larger mm-hmm. than the plants on the other side. And I'm just calling to see if you have any kind of compost that I can purchase because I need to do that to the other side. But it goes to show how important that organic material is in a soil because of its support of the beneficial what? insects, microbials, the fungi, the bacteria, all that stuff. Exactly. Absolutely. I just like trying to get George yeah, to say microbial activity. Yes, yes. That's why I didn't do it that I, time. I should give him a little, a little biscuit <laughs> a or a little piece of candy. I get a star every time. It's yes. on my refrigerator. Pat him, pat him on the head. <laughs> if you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. Uh, we need to take a quick break here on a Garden Talk. Douglas, stay on the line. We'll be talking to you when we come back right after this.
Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. When I got to the garden party, they all knew my name. No one recognized me. I didn't look the same, but it And we're back with more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Ullman. Uh, We're going to go out to Point Loma where Douglas is waiting. Good morning, Douglas. How are you? Fine, thank you. Uh, Here's my question. Um, I have a uh, backyard that has a slight slope, about a five-degree slope, and so I'm going to I want to fill it in with soil. It's going to take about two dump trucks of soil. When I talked to the contractor, he said, what type of soil do you want to put in? And, you know, I know there's like 10 different types or more, but I was kind of, uh, it was beyond my area of expertise. (laughs) So I was wondering what you would suggest for uh, filling in about 90 cubic feet of soil and let them to level it off the slope so that it could be planted uh, in this particular, in our area. I think I think I would probably take a look at the uh, sifted topsoil from Hansen, especially if you're going to be planting, if you're going to be planting into it. Yes. I, yeah. You said there's so many soils or a dozen. It, there's whatever you are getting, whatever company you're purchasing from, it's whatever they want it to be. There's no standard for what it is so i would I see. the sifted topsoil would be good and almost regardless of what you get you'll still have to amend it um it's going to be compacted up there too is that correct or is it just going to be dumped behind a retaining wall or what's going to happen with it yeah, once yeah, it what are you planting? planting yeah that's yeah. yeah uh well um lawn and uh and then some then a garden yeah you're going to have to semi-compact it because otherwise it's going to settle It'll, over time and and you'll lose whatever you've put on top because it's going to sink down so far and you don't want to compact it so it's like the soil at the nursery remember we had to yeah. compact the beds because that yeah. you can't get into yeah um and you'll probably still have to amend it after after the fact before planting for individual plants yeah. but not, yes. not for a lawn i mean there are a lot of the uh the materials places have mixes that are tailored for lawns i mean KRC has a mix that's uh, like a loam with uh, compost in it that's about 50% compost. So it depends on what you want to do, and, and most of the materials places can help you with that. Yeah, I would, I would, I would, talk, to, I would talk to KRC or talk to Hanson's, the one that we use for bulk soil usually. Um, and we have used their, I, I think the top of the train layout is sifted topsoil, and that's worked out very well. Now, um, are, these, are these natural, uh, national uh, brands, or are they local um, companies that make soil? Hanson, I Hanson, I think might be a, a statewide or national company, but they bought a local company. The local company they bought out was um, A One Soil. Mm-hmm. Um, KRC is definitely a local company. Now, in this area, 
we have we have a lot of sand. Um, I'm familiar with areas that have a lot of clay. So when they make this soil, they, do they mix it together, or um, do they? I mean, is it a manufactured there, soil? I don't they think, pick it up from someplace I, and bring it in. I, I don't think there's any standard for what it is. It's whatever the company has available to them and what they what they blend, and so okay. they make a blend of whatever their ingredients are. But there is no national bag of topsoil. Even even with the companies we've dealt with, where we've gotten bags of topsoil, it's always been a different product depending yeah. on what company it is. Correct. Um, so yeah, you're gonna... I think your best bet is to to reach out to some of those material company materials companies and see what their blends are for what your needs are, and That's... and ask them what ask them what the uh, natural compaction rate is on it because I think that I think the sifted topsoil is about twenty percent. So it'll settle about twenty percent just on its own. So sure. you need to you need to order more than what you what you calculate um, okay. to make up sure. for that. But they, they they'll have all that they'll they'll have all those statistics when you talk to them, and they could make they could make a they could probably make the best recommendation for you. And one thing that best puzzled me though, you said you asked what I'm going to use it for. Um, if you're going to use it for planting, isn't there just sort of a typical veracity of, of soil type or does it what from, were you thinking from talking to our customers who have purchased bulk soils from different uh, suppliers around the county I don't think there is any standard and I know people have purchased uh, who have purchased things for planting in that it, it compacted too much so that the water wouldn't go through it and it still had to be amended with compost when you were planting individual holes because the it, it, it compacted too much, and water and air don't get down to the roots, and so. So that means you need sand. Well, or more or, more organic or material. organic matter. Right. It's not just yes, sand is a a very porous material, but you're going to want a blend of materials that are going to work for what you're trying to do. And the person who's going to know what that is, or best know what that is, is you're going to have to to consult with the people that are supplying it. Because they're the ones that know what their blend is. There is no, as far as I know, standard of what any of these blends are. Got it. If you tell them you're doing a lawn, they'll have something that is tailored more so for the lawn. That'll help you out. If you say you're going to be planting a large raised bed, they will have a raised bed mix that's going to be different than their lawn mix. Correct. And, and they, Correct. Can, they can provide that to you. All right. Great. Well, this is great information. I really enjoy your program. Thanks for pointing me in the right direction. You're welcome. Right, good luck. Give us a call anytime. Uh, you know, it, it, while we're talking about soil, we had a customer in the store sometime this week uh, who, who's, I think it was her daughter was vegan and she was vegetarian. And she wanted a potting soil that had no animal products in it at all. So worm castings couldn't be in it. Um, bat guano couldn't be in it. I, I think she would have tolerated the worm castings, but the bat guano and the which the is chicken the same manure, as, but, but that's the same as worm castings. So I, I don't think the worm castings were the stumbling block in the mix. But I mean, the, as far as what they are, they're the same thing. They're they're organic material from those animals. You're not destroying. You're not killing the animals to get it. So I don't know why that was a stumbling block. Well, you're not a vegan, are you? Um, no, but as it turns out, we do. <laughs> oh, we, sorry. <laughs> as it turns out, we do have two potting soils 
in the store that have no animal byproduct. Only in two. It at all. Only two. Out of all the potting soils that we have, we have only two. And that's the um, the cactus mix and the uh, citrus, citrus and, and palm, palm mix. Citrus and palm mix. So, However, comma. The what what is something that makes your soils what what helps plants to do better in your soils, George? All that organic material that brings in insects, uh, worms. I was going well, to get, get to that. Oh, and and then, gonna, okay. then the bacteria and the fungi and all that stuff that dies inside there. Yeah. Yes. So that microbial yes. activity, which is living. and yeah. yeah. So to get the best plants, you kind of need that stuff. And we did have a vegan fertilizer. Yes, and we, we had it on the down, shelf. Down Do you have earth. it again? I, well, I don't know. No, it was down to earth. Yeah, down to earth. And nobody would buy it. Yeah. But maybe they didn't know we had vegan fertilizer. I'm not sure we do, but we could get it again if people want vegan fertilizer. Correct. If that's where we need to go, that's what we can do. Uh, we're going to head head south to Chula Vista where Alan is waiting. Good morning, Alan. How are you? Good morning, guys. Doing great. Um, hey, I had a couple of questions, but I wanted to mention that guy that called in about the soil. Mm-hmm. He's got a wonderful speaking voice. You could listen to his pronunciation and everything. Uh, I used to work in television years ago, and uh, you kind of pick up on on how professional announcers do things. <laughs> I don't know. He just he just had a wonderful voice to listen to. Not like ours. I was We kind of slur on I, our I, words I, and everything. Th- but thanks, he had very proper pronunciation and everything. So anyway, um, hey, my questions were uh, actually first the comment. Uh, you, you guys were talking about growing beans. Um, I found a wonderful idea. I think it was in a, a handyman magazine or something years ago about using an old bicycle wheel mounted on a pole uh, and run strings down to uh, stakes in the ground and and use that as your uh, planting area. And you can get a lot of bean production out of a really small area doing that. Um, if you use twine and just run it down to stakes on the ground and then uh, plant the, the uh, starter plants near that, that string and just let them climb up the string. And it just it's a lot of production in a really small area. Yeah, I think I've seen I've seen that in Mother Earth news that very same uh, method of growing beans. And then you can just cut up the string and throw it away when they're done, and you don't have to untwine all the dead beans off of your off of your uh, arbor. That's a great idea. Or you can yeah, just right, leave them man. the way you do, David. Just leave them. Well, and I, you just 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 leave the wheel on the pole for the next uh, season, and it works out really great. But anyway, it was someone else's idea. Um. And I wanted to ask also about, you guys were talking about roses. Mm-hmm. What's the formula for Ada Perry's? Do you give that out, or, or is it, uh, uh, what, do you, what do you call it? I think I have permission to tell you the ingredients, but not their, their quantities, because I don't remember the quantities. Is that okay? Yeah. yeah, that'd be fine. All right, it's blood meal, bone meal, gypsum, soil sulfur, iron tonic, and Epsom salts. But now, new and improved with humic acid. Humic acid, but it also has zinc. Like zinc sulcrate or something, sucrate. And- no, that's part of the ingredient that makes it up. But it is a combination yep. of blood meal, bone meal, Correct. gypsum, soil sulfur, iron tonic, and Epsom salts. So do you and guys actually make that at the nurse at the nursery? No, no, no. We have it. We have it manufactured by EB, EB Stone. Makes it exclusively for us. Uh, one oh of, wow! One of the one of the if you if you're going to mix it yourself, and one of the reasons why we started um, we why we started having it mixed and bagged for us is. The proportions are not; it's they're not all equal. So you always ended up with leftover stuff. So it, by buying it pre-mixed and bagged, there's no wastage, and the, you don't you don't have ba- you don't have partially 
used partially bags, used yeah. bags of stuff laying around your laying around your garage. So it's it's actually much more efficient to to buy the pre mixed stuff than it is to mix your own. Yeah, it makes sense. I've I've seen that down at the Point Loma store, mm-hmm. and uh, always wondered about it until he mentioned it. What uh, how beneficial it was on their roses. Uh, it sounds like a good thing to use. Yeah, oh, it's fantastic stuff. We've been we've been recommending it um, as long as I've been in the business, which yeah. is over thirty years. So yeah, we recommend plant uh, using it when you first plant the roses, as well as uh, every January and every July. Okay. Um, on, ex- on existing roses, twice a year, and anytime you're transplanting, mix some down in the bottom of the planting hole. And it's great for all products, really. It's a great starter fertilizer. Yes. Do you, have, do you have to water it in and once you apply it? Yes. Yes. It's, yes. Yeah. Unless we're expecting rain. Okay. <laughs> Unless which would it's be raining. similar to Oh, yeah. which we might be on yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. Well, it's hard to tell. In San Diego, it's just <laughs> yeah. off and on. But um, hey, I want to ask also about, um, well, first of all, where did it get the name Ada Perry? Uh, Ada Perry was a... Uh, she worked for us for a long, long time. Uh, she actually started working for my grandfather back in the back in the forties, I think it was. And she was a garden writer. Um, wrote a lot of she wrote a lot of articles for the Union Tribune, um, and was just an all around garden expert. Um, she worked for us. She worked for us for a long time. That's that's interesting. What a great way to remember someone. Yeah. Yes. Um, other question I had was about Bayer All-in-One. When he was talking about having problems with leaf miners, um, wouldn't that take care of the leaf miners? Yes. Yes, yes but, you, but. Have to get the, you, ha- <laughs> but. you have to get the one. You have to, you have to get the Bayer product that is formulated for citrus trees. Because the Bayer, the All-in-One for roses, is not formulated and not labeled for use on edibles. Ah, okay, so it has to be specific for citrus? Absolutely. And there, yes. is, there is one. Yeah, yeah. there is the uh, citrus. Uh, well, it's for and, fruits and vegetables, but it, it does work right. on citrus, correct? Yeah. Well, there's a fruit, there's a vegetable one. And That's then true, too. The, yeah, the, there's the, a citrus the alone. Citrus, right. The citrus one. Alan, we need to take a quick break. Thank you very much for calling. Have a great weekend. You're Thank you, too. Bye. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We'll be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. To the garden party, they all knew my name. No one recognized me. I didn't look the same, but it's all right now. I learned my lesson well. You see, you can't please everyone, so you got to please yourself. And we're back. 
With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross and Mark Mahady. Have you guys heard that insurance commercial where the guy's warming up for his yes. radio gig? Maybe we need to start practicing our, our words and sounds. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. I've heard it. I've so heard it, yeah, too. I don't know what it looks like. Yeah. Could you say that a little more crisply, please, Mr. Anderson? Say what? Anything that. <laughs> la, 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 la. Yeah, that's it. Okay, sorry. Please continue. Um, what were we talking about? Ada Perry's. Ada Perry's. Ada Perry's. Oh. Systemics. Yeah, the um, yeah, the systemics you, you that, are, again, you are very, very effective, but you've got to yeah. – You've got to. Yeah, some are labeled specifically for edibles. Did remind me the uh, I did hear back from Sue and the leftover Ada Perry's. They would be happy to have. We just need to make the arrangements, which I did not do last week. Okay. Do we still have it? Yeah. Excellent. We haven't gotten rid of it. Excellent. So it will end up at the at the Rose, Rose Garden, Garden in Balboa Park. And that was we dug up a partial pallet of the old Dr. Earth formulation of Ada Perry's. And uh, that's going to, that's going, it's still a great product. Um, Correct. That's, that's going to go to the uh, Rose Garden in Balboa Park. So that should help, help them out up there. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah. Well, I don't know how long it's been sitting back yeah, there. But years. It should be good. That's okay. should be good. Yeah. Um, Might not help. Couldn't wait. <laughs> well, we were talking, we've, we've talked a lot about soils, um, this show and you did a Wednesday wisdom two weeks ago about soil, I believe, George, didn't you? We we did, yes. And the master gardeners have was it a a certification for well, that, your that's yard different than the than the soil one. That was the one before that. The Master Gardeners do have a the San Diego Master Gardeners Association have a an earth friendly certification oh, that's right. that you can that's do. It's a right. checklist, a survey, and you could go in and, and um open that up. It's on our Facebook page. Take that little survey for your yard, and if you meet the requirements, you if you desi- you could do it and see if you meet the requirements. But if you want a sign, you can you can buy the sign from the San Diego um, Master Gardener Association. Put that in your yard. My, oh my goodness, what happened? We've got some we've got some calls. Uh, we're going to go out to El Cajon where uh, Tina is waiting. Good morning, Tina. How are you? Good morning. I got in just uh, the last what you were saying about soil amendments. So I'll put it on my calendar for my roses uh, for July. Yes. Yeah. But I, and right now I have a question about um, I have a small garden, small yard, and I want something other than roses, something that would be friendly for the butterflies. And um, someone I talked about the um, mentioned a butterfly bush, but it's too, too big for my little yard. Uh, and so I was wondering about a dwarf butterfly bush. Oh, and is it, does it really attract our local butterflies? Yes, yes. and yes. yes. There yes. is a dwarf one you can get, and it does. The butterflies love it. Uh-huh. But the big, one, and, the big one doesn't get uh-huh. that big, and you can keep it cut yeah, down. Yeah, you can trim it for sure. Mm. Okay. And does, uh, should I wait until July to plant it? You're talking about using the Ada... Perry for a, a supplement. Any any time you plant, it'll be fine. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm thinking of the what that means. Um, any time you transplant, 
you can use the Ada Perry's. Right. And Do, you, any time of the year, not just in July and in January. You can right. use it. It's in, a topical yeah. for existing things and for existing roses in January and July. And it would be better to get the plants into the ground now so they can start to become established before the heat of July and August and September arrive. Oh, I see. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Bye-bye. There, there are lots of plants that are nectar sources for butterflies. You have right. a, a, another favorite? Um, Do you know what I, I really like? What? Lantana. I was, was going to say, so Lantana is talking, one of them. Gonna, yeah. Yeah, well, that's because we're in tune. Well, we are. Yeah, we've got that. Secret. But, you know, growing up, we had a huge lantana next to the house, and I always thought it smelled bad. Smell, that's Like, yeah. malathion is what it reminded <laughs> me of, and so I never liked it. And I, It has almost it, a canyon-esque smell, I like getting some of the sages. It's definitely earthy. Yes. Did, did yes. he just say canyon-esque? Yes, he did. He did. Yeah. Probably and because exact, of the microbial. I exactly knew what he was talking about. Probably because of the microbial activity. Right. Um, <laughs> but the butterflies love it. So do the hummingbirds, and so yes. do those sphinx and moths you, you at night. You can't kill them. I mean, no. really. I mean, unless no. you try. It, it, they can look, they they can look little, a little worse than other things Correct. in the winter. Yeah, they, they get that spot and they yeah. look yeah, they moldy. Do look and that yeah. lace bug, which I don't think used to be an issue. Yeah, I don't remember yeah, that. The, but it is now. Bug. And the, well, Spinosad does work on that, right? Did I actually ask you or did I just I, assume? I, I don't remember if you asked. I, I think the oils work it very sh- well on it. It should, shouldn't it? I'd have to look. It's a chewing. Yes. It's a chewing insect, yeah. right? So it should, or at least a rasper. So it should should work. I would think just so. fine. Um, we have so many perennials that are coming in right now that are great for for butterflies but, yes. and the other pollinators and things. Uh, so many different salvias. The, the pentas, oh, yeah. pentas. The butterflies. They work well. You know, every time I went to the what was the butterfly garden at the wild animal park now the safari park called well whatever that was they always had pentas down there and the butterflies were always all over it they're they're a pretty plant as well yeah yeah they're they showy lots of different colors easy to grow and there's there's dwarf and standard ones of those as well correct uh, roy, roy called me yesterday because he wants more of the standards and we've only been getting primarily the dwarfs, yeah. the dwarfs and they had 13 tall reds still available no oh. i haven't I haven't seen the, I haven't seen the tall one. I haven't either. They like. Two I haven't f- seen the tall ones. How tall do they actually get? Two feet or so. Right or no? Okay. They get a little even a little taller than that. Yeah, I thought the standard the, the regulars yeah. get about two yeah. feet, yeah. so eighteen to twenty four inches. Correct. Yeah. Right. The um, you know, another great plant for butterflies and hummingbirds are penstemons. Also, and yes, yeah, that's yeah. A, and that, that's a that's a really pretty plant, and, and the the native one is actually pretty. Yeah, the, it is. Yeah, and that show, the showy penstemon. And, and yarrow is another good one. They look True. good yeah. in, in herb gardens, and they work well for butterflies. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. And you can't for, can't forget the salvias. No, of course. You've been listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We need to we need to turn it over to uh, Auto Talk coming up next. We'll be back here next week with another with another hour of Garden Talk. Well, I won't be here, but uh, the other guys will be here. Yes. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for joining us on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, your source for gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor? Send an email to askanexpert at walteranderson.com. 
That's askanexpert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery.